Hi, everybody, and welcome to a live taping of Black Girl Creative Podcast. My name is Leisha Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Yay! Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know how you're doing. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, setting New Year resolutions. If you're anything like me, um, you're used to set, setting a lot of resolutions or goals, and then by the time maybe March rolls around, you're kind of like over it, or you feel like you're failing, or you know, you're beating yourself up because... Things aren't going as planned or the same energy you had in January you don't have anymore in March. And so today we're going to approach New Year resolution or New Year's goal setting in a different way, um, in a way that I'm approaching it this year. So you could take this for yourself if you want to. You don't have to set a goal at all if you don't want to for the new year. Um, but yeah, in case you just want to set a goal, I want Black women to have more joy going into going into the new year. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So yay, welcome. Hi, hi, Welcome. Okay, so before we start, I'm going to give you some statistics. Um, I have notes. <laughs> so by January 12th, most people give up their New Year resolution. So literally 12 days into the new year, most people are like, ah, that's enough. Not for me. I'm 25% carry on through January 20, January 30th, excuse me, and only 8% of people carry their resolutions out until the end of the year. Yeah, so you go from, you know, January having all these lofty goals and things like that. And then by the end of the year, you're like, what happened to those goals? Or you might not even feel like you want to achieve those goals anymore. And we're going to talk about that, too. So, yeah. So one thing that we really have to take into consideration is that when we're setting goals for the new year, we dream ideally. We think big picture. We think the perfect circumstances. We think we're always going to have this energy as the year goes along. And so we planned as if we're always going to be energized and excited about what we want to do. Or we make these lofty goals when it's really not even who we are. For example, this, this idea that I'm going to go to the gym every day. It's like, but you don't even like the gym. So why are you doing this? Right? Like we make these, we set these goals in place because we feel like we have to do them and or we feel pressure from other people to do them. Um, and so the base, like the root of what we're going to talk about is really based on a workshop I put on at the beginning of this year called New Year More Joy. So the whole point of the workshop was about how to incorporate more joy into your life in 2021. And so I'm going to take that same thing here so that we can apply it to 2022. So one of the main problems that I found with New Year goal setting is that we're all looking to be fixed. We're all looking to like fix something that's wrong with us, but it's not coming from a place of being enough. Like we always feel like we have to always be improving. I mean, look at the culture. This is the world that we live in. We always have to be doing better or doing more, making more, uh, you know what I mean? Like just always consuming more or, you know, becoming a different version of ourselves. And even if we improve in an area, we don't really take time to celebrate that improvement. We always move on to the next thing. And so what I found with myself was that I was setting goals, um, one from an ideal place, yes, but also from a place of wanting to be better than who I was today. I was taking no time to really look at myself, to celebrate myself to see myself as worthy and beautiful, I thought that outside of myself, that's where all the stuff is. Once I lose the weight, once I start the business, once I make the money, you know what I mean? Like once I travel to X, Y, and Z, then I'll be good enough. And so for a lot of people, they set their goals in that same thing. Like, oh, this year is going to be the year. Why? Because, you know, I'm fitting to, I'm fitting to, you know, get in the gym. I'm fitting to be, you know, really healthy. I'm fitting to eat good. I'm fitting to make money. But it's like, this self that we are today, we neglect and we don't celebrate the person that we are because the person that we are is worthy of celebration and they are enough. And so the question that I asked in that workshop was, if you were enough, what would you stop doing? If you were enough, what would you do, right? What, what chances would you take? Um, would you put aside some of these, these rules that we make up in our minds or rules that we adopt that we think that we have to do in the new year, like having new year resolutions in the first place? Like, why do we need new year resolutions? You know, why do we need to... Why do we need to improve? What is the reason behind what we're doing? I'm getting ahead of myself, but you know, let me know if you if you feel me on that on that because I again I felt like I had to improve myself, and I was every every goal that I set was the exact opposite of who I was, and therefore I didn't feel worthy in the place that I am today. So I really want us to start making goals that actually celebrate who we are today, and also you know make room for the f future us, right? Um, but doesn't put down ourselves today looking at the future, our future selves, if that makes sense. Hi, Angela. Welcome. I received that. I am enough. You are enough. You are. You're enough today. If you never set another goal, another intention, another resolution, you're good enough, right? That's, that's, where, we, that's where we should come from. And for a lot of us, we're not coming from that place. So, so yes. Yeah, so again, a lot of our goals are rooted in, hi, Lydia. Welcome. <laughs> yes. You feel me? <laughs> okay, cool. I'm not alone in this. 
But um, a lot of, like I said, a lot of our goals are rooted in trying to improve who we are instead of celebrating ourselves. And a lot of the goals actually go against who we actually are. A lot of us are not morning people. So why do we keep setting goals to wake up 5 a.m.? A lot of us, again, like I said, don't like the gym. Why do you want to go to the gym? A lot of us want to push ourselves to do something that we don't want to do because we feel like we have to do it. And so that that creates like that creates um, an energy of of force, right? Of force, not wanting to do something for the joy, but because you feel like you have to do it. Hi, thank you for having the session. Yay, thank you for being here. I appreciate y'all. I know it's a little earlier, but I wanted to get, you know, some sunlight coming in and <laughs> um, switch it up a little bit. But yes, so my whole point in saying this is you're not something to be fixed. You are not broken. You are not missing anything. You are not inherently, you know, devalued because you're not in shape or as in shape as you think you should be or because you don't have the business yet or the car or the money. You are not something to be fixed. You are not broken. You are enough today. And so if you want to set a goal for the new year, do it from a place of enoughness. I don't know if that's a word, but do it from a place of worthiness instead of, you know, when I do X, Y, and Z, then I'll be worthy. Then I'll be enough. Then I'll be beautiful. Then I'll be, you know, worthy of celebration. Then I can do the thing that I'm afraid to do. Okay. So again, let's change the narrative around um, new year resolutions. So let's start setting, setting um, goals rooted in self-acceptance and self-love and not like always being this drill drill sergeant to ourselves, right? So again, like I said, accept that you're not a morning person. <laughs> accept that you don't like salads. <laughs> accept that you hate the gym. Accept that you don't like, you know, I don't know, what are you supposed to like? You don't like eating vegan. You like meat. You know, whatever that is for you, like accept yourself and see that as, as enough. And so again, what will we do with ourselves instead of, what would we do if we worked with ourselves instead of against ourselves, right? That would be freeing. Like if we just let go of this pressure we feel to be what everybody else says that we should be, we'd be more clear in knowing what we want to do in the first place and doing that thing despite what other people think. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars. But if for you, you're just like, I just want to make 30,000 and be good. That's enough. You don't have to compare your goals to other people. And I feel like that's where we kind of fall off in the first place. So the question I want you to ask, even just for yourself um, but you can share it in the chat if you want to, no pressure at all. Or if you're watching this, watching the replay, write it in the comments for me. If I didn't have to be perfect, I would blank. If I did not have to be perfect, I would blank. Or, and, if I didn't have to be perfect, I would stop doing blank. I would no longer do X, Y, and Z. If I didn't have to be perfect, if people's, if the pressure from other people's opinions weren't weighing so heavily on me, what would I stop doing and what would I start doing? This is something I really want us to think about um, as we as we go along, because it really helps with crafting goals that actually work with you and that, you know, celebrate the kind of person that you actually are. Um, so, yeah, so please share your answers if you want to. I would love to see them. <laughs> so the first thing when setting goals for the year is I like to do a year audit. So I like to look back. Right. I, look, look, I like to look back first and I say what things were working what things weren't working. And I do this by asking a few questions. So the first question, the first group of questions I ask about looking back on the good is, you know, what went right last year? What went right? What surprises came about last year? You know, what did I enjoy? What felt good? Like what energized me, right? What gave me peace, you know? And so let's lean. So we need to make goals that lean more into those things. And so then the second group is, recognizing the bad, I'll say bad, because some of it is just not bad, it's just not for you, right? It doesn't have to be bad for it not to be for you. So some questions to ask, what drained you last year, right? What makes you feel heavy, unhealthy, burdened, stressed? All those like feelings that we don't wanna feel and don't wanna take with us if we can help it anyway in 2022, right? What did you hate or dislike doing? Um, and feel no shame around these answers. Like it can, it can be totally honest. If you feel like you overextended yourself to other people and you feel like you should always be a giving person, it's okay to not like overextending yourself. Like just be honest with yourself and really write down what the truth is because the truth is, the truth is freeing. It is, you know? So what did you feel like you had to do that you don't want to do? Like, what did you feel like you had to take on from other people? And what do you feel like you had to, who did you feel like you had to be with other folks, right? So if you had to bury yourself underneath of like these ideas of who people think that you are, in what ways did you bury yourself? Those things. So really, so this is obviously going to take more than just this live, but I'm putting this out there for you to think about, um, to take time to chew on before you set goals for the new year. 
Okay, so ask why, right? So when you have all these answers, ask yourself why. When you want to set when you want to set a goal, ask yourself why and ask yourself why like three times, right? So the reason why I say this is because you really want to get to the heart of why you're setting these goals, right? So so for example, I use myself as, as an example. Last year, before this this um, meetup, my goal was to lose weight. And so the question was, why? Why do I want to lose weight? And I was like, well, you know, I want to be cute. I want to, I want to have like a sexy figure. And it's like, why don't you think you already have a sexy figure, right? Like, why do you feel like you're somehow incomplete? incomplete? Why do you feel like losing weight will somehow give you these things that you're lacking, like self-confidence? You know what I mean? Like, because the truth is, it's not really about, like, yes, there, there are some people who need to lose weight for health reasons, obviously. And if you want to lose weight, that's up to you. But a lot of us lose weight because we feel like once we lose these pounds, then we'll be worthy. So the issue isn't really weight, it's worthiness. It's really seeing yourself as beautiful in process. And I realized for me, I was running from myself. I wasn't looking in the mirror. I wasn't dressing myself in things that I thought would look good on me because I was too busy trying to hold on to clothes that were too small because I want to fit in these clothes at some point instead of actually living for today and enjoying today. And that makes for a miserable year. That makes for a miserable time up until the time that you lose the weight or if you lose the weight at all. Because what I've learned is my body's changing. I'm getting older. You know, there are just some things that don't, you know, go back to the size they were, you know, and that's okay. But it doesn't mean that I'm lacking anything. It doesn't mean that I am um, somehow um, insufficient. You know what I mean? So let me know if y'all if y'all resonate with me there. Um, but ask yourself when you write your goal, why you want that goal. And I really feel like when you ask yourself why multiple times, you really get to the heart of what you really want. Because I didn't really want to lose weight. I wanted to feel beautiful, right? That, that's the work that I have to do. That's the harder work. The easier work, you know, give or take. The easier weight work could be losing weight. But if I don't love myself now, even when I lose that weight, I'm, not, I'm still not going to see myself as beautiful. I'm going to find something else to pick apart. I'm going to find something else to say that this is the reason why I'm not worthy. And that's because the problem is about my weight. It's about how I view myself. You know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. Let me know if I'm making sense to y'all. Um, but yes. So what's at the heart of what you really, really want, right? And again, I have notes, so excuse me when I flip. <laughs> so what do you truly and really, really want? And be honest with yourself, right? So what I wanted was to feel good in my own skin. Does that mean that I have to lose weight to do that? No, I could just wear clothes that I feel beautiful in. I could, you know what I mean? I could take myself to the gym because it feels good, not because I want to lose weight, but because it's something healthy to do for my body. And so when I exercise, it makes me feel like I'm treating myself like I'm worthy of exercising. And therefore I feel like I'm loving myself. Like that's a way to love myself, right? So I ask you the same question. With the goals that you have, what is really at the heart of what you really want? What do you truly desire in 2022? What do you really want? Do you really want a million dollars or do you want financial freedom, right? Do you really want, do you really want, you know, a romantic love life? And maybe you do, right? Or do you just want companionship? Like, what do you, what do you really want? What is really at the, at the heart of your desires? I would love to hear it. Um, Angela said, that makes perfect sense. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I hope I am making sense. Um, yes, the thought of how we view ourselves, you're making sense. Okay, awesome. Thank you. So yeah, so the reason why I'm asking you all these questions is because I don't want you to mask what you truly want over like superficial things, things that really honestly have no bearing on who you are as a human being or your worth. Because we think that, oh, when I acquire these things, when I amass this wealth, when I get this relationship, when I get this partner, when I create this business, then I'll be worthy. But you have to see yourself as worthy all along. Because we all know 2020 just does, 22, excuse me, oof, 2022 doesn't just snap its fingers and like, oh, everything you desire is here. It's going to take work. It's going to take, um, it's going to take a little, you know, a little work. And so we want to make sure that we're putting in work in the things that actually matter and the things that actually make a difference and not just what looks or feels good in the moment, right? And not something that's ideal. Okay, so again, by getting to the heart, you can help yourself and not hurt yourself, right? So how can you make that change? Like for me, for example, the, the losing weight example, um, I could just start dressing myself in things that I think are pretty. I can, like I said, go to the gym. I can do things that make myself feel like, I'm gorgeous, look at me, look at me, I look good. Like there are moments I have to literally sit in the mirror and say that to myself, like I'm fine, look at me because I struggle with, with um, seeing myself as beautiful. And so the hard work is doing that. That's the hard work, right? The hard work is loving yourself in process when you're imperfect, when you don't have everything together, when things aren't ideal. And that's heavier work, like I said, than just, you know, oh, well, when I lose this weight, I'm gonna be amazing. Cause you already are amazing. 
And so, again, some of that might require therapy. I'm all for therapy. I feel like everybody should go to therapy if they can, um, if they have access to the, you know, the resources to do so. But yes, please. So, um, so yes. So again, and so even if you want to lose weight for like medical reasons, like I was talking about before, you can still make it fun. It doesn't have to be laborious. Things don't have to be hard to count, right? Like things don't have to be like, I'm beating my body. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm treating myself horribly. You can treat yourself with kindness and still losing weight, right? So for me, I don't necessarily like the gym. I like playing sports. And so when I force myself to keep going to the gym and do like gym rat things, like I might go to like walk on the treadmill, but like if I'm forcing myself to do gym rat things, I'm not going to be happy. And so the process is not going to be enjoyable and I'm probably going to give up. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not enjoying it. It's not fun. But if I make it fun for myself, then I can actually like go to the, go to like play volleyball or something or play tennis with my friends or swim. You know what I mean? Tricking myself into working out works for me. And so you have to know it works for yourself. So again, let's recap so far. <laughs> so one, what's really at the heart of what you want why do you want that thing? Like, what's the truth? And what do you really, what do you really want, right? Two is how can you make the goals that you set your, for yourself more fun? Another one I'll raise is do you even need resolutions? Do you just need to continue what you've been doing? Like, you don't have to just stop and start abruptly. You can just keep on going with what you've already been doing, okay? Another thing to consider when setting goals is considering what season of life you are in. It matters. It matters. So for myself, it's winter, obviously, or I guess in a few days it'll be winter. Um, but for my my life, I'm in a winter season, meaning I am I don't have a lot of energy right now. I literally had the flu uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, and that knocked me out. Like it took all of my energy. I was not well, um, and I realized that I was a lot more tired than I thought that I was. And so I took on I took on more responsibilities than I should have. And so now I'm paying for it, like by, you know, having, unfortunately, to let people down and be like, I'm so sorry, like, I need to take a break, but I will be with you by next month, right? But if I knew that I was in my winter season, I wouldn't have taken on all of these responsibilities, you know? So what does a winter season look like? It looks like winter, right? When you, when you think of winter, you think of bare trees, you think of kind of hibernating, being cozy, not really doing much, kind of staying in for the most part. So in a winter season of life, you're not really outputting a lot of energy. You're doing a lot of healing, a lot of reflecting, um, and a lot of conserving energy. When we look at trees, for example, the reason why they shed their leaves is because there's going to be less sunlight, there's going to be less sunlight and therefore it is too much work for those trees to keep those leaves alive. They have to conserve the energy so they drop the leaves. And so in our own lives, it's like we have to let go of things that are taking a lot of energy in our winter season and also like our fall. Our fall is like a preparatory season. I'll get to that in a second. But knowing what season you're in helps you to set goals that actually align with where you are in life. So if you're in a winter season... I'm not going to list 50 million things I want to do this winter. I'm going to be like, you know what? Let's let's be let's be um let's be realistic here. I'm going to want to chill. It's also the holiday season. I'm going to be with my family. I want to be present with them. I can't do everything that I wanted to do in the summertime during the season. And for you, you have to ask yourself the same question. What season are you in? So again, I've talked about winter. Then you have spring. Spring is like when you're getting these new ideas, when you have a little bit more energy, you're not all the way like energized, but you're kind of like getting inspired. It's it's more like a new birth. Like there's a lot of color, a lot of inspiration. And then you have summer, which is like like the actual work, like the toiling, the work, right? Like the maintenance. And, you know, also spring, I'll also say is more like um, sowing seeds. So when you think of gardening in the spring, you're tilling the land, you're preparing for the work, you're preparing to put things down, but you're not really like all the way in work, right? And so in the summer, that's when you're like, you know, you're taking off the grubs, off your plants, you're, you know, watering things, you're maintaining them, you're celebrating the growth. In the autumn, that's when you celebrate all the things that you did grow. That's when you have a harvest festival. That's when you take time to pause and reflect on all the work that you've done, all the impact that you've had, and celebrate that thing. And then you go into the winter season. So the question to ask yourself when you're setting these goals are, what season are you in? And sometimes these seasons last months, they last years, decades sometimes, and it's okay. Like there's no wrong answer here. There's no, you don't have to be super productive if you're in a winter season and you don't have to slow down if you don't want to, if you're in a summer season. Work with yourself and figure out how you can best make goals that align with where you are today. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. So realizing what season you're in is really important. And being patient with yourself in that season, not working against yourself. 
So again, I ask you, what season of life are you in? I would love to hear your answers. Please share them with me. Um, like I said, I'm in my winter season. I'm healing from the flu. Um, I am spending time with friends and family. I am relaxing. I'm taking my foot off the break. I'm also going to be taking a break from content creation for, for a couple of weeks because I just want to be present with my friends and my family and I just want to chill and relax. And that's okay. It's okay to take a break. Like we're anti-hustle here. We're anti-grind. We're not just creating for the sake of creating or putting stuff out there for the sake of putting stuff out there. Um, and I really have to war with this feeling of feeling like, oh, if I don't put out content, people are going to forget about me. It's fine. Like the world will go on. <laughs> I'll create more art at some point, but right now I need a break. So I would love to hear from you, like to know what season of life you're in. Hi, Melanated Monroe. I was wondering where you've been at. Yes. <laughs> I have been sick, <laughs> but I've been, I've been here. So did you go to the retreat yet? I did go to the retreat. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, I'll talk more about that in a second. Um, but yeah, that, that was a part of, and this is another thing I've learned. It was a great experience, right? I'm so grateful for the experience to be able to, I performed at a retreat um, for black women. It was amazing. Um, but I also realized that I overbooked myself. Like I, every weekend after that has something to do. My aunt had surgery. I had to help take care of her. Um, what else? Thanksgiving, I cooked. Um, like every weekend there was something to do. And I realized I need more margin. I need more space to just chill and relax. So yeah. Um, Jamal says, figuring out what season I'm in. That This is an awesome concept. Yes. Listen, you really gotta, you really gotta think about that thing because you want to win. Set yourself up to win, not fail. Because when you, when you work against your season, you're going to self-sabotage and then you're going to feel like, oh, well, I'm a failure. I can't do this thing. But really you just weren't listening to yourself. You weren't checking in with yourself, you know? And so I, th I think it's funny that January, even though it's the beginning of the year, people start with all this energy and like all these dreams and goals and stuff. But it's like, we're in winter, y'all. Like, and as with someone who suffers with depression and like season, seasonal affective disorder, like I can't do everything in the winter, even though it's the beginning of the year. Like my beginning of the year is more like February, March. You know what I mean? Like when I actually feel the warmth of the sun, I feel more inspired. And so it's really important for you to work with your season. Okay. Okay. So we're also going to talk about, uh, Lydia says, I'm in my winter season. I'm slowing myself down and focusing on resting. I love that. Preparing to leave a job that is draining so I can rest and pour into myself. I love that. And congratulations on leaving that job. That's exciting. That's really exciting. I'm excited for you. But yes, take the time to rest. That is awesome. That is awesome. Again, we're going to talk about capacity because it's kind of going along that same idea. Knowing your capacity for things, right? So when you're in a certain season, even if you're in a summer season, you don't have the capacity to do everything. And it is okay. It is all right. You're not supposed to have the capacity to do everything. You know, so live, you want to live your life with margin. So when people talk about margin, you, you tend to think about either paper or like um, finances, right? So when people want more margin in their budget, they stop spending so much. They, they might cut back on, you know, Netflix or something so that they have more money to either put away to save or to put towards a project. So in our lives, like a lot of us live with our glasses, with our glasses full. Like we, we literally live at the top, at the brim. What can I do? Let me take on more. Like let me, and it's not working, right? Because you end up spilling everything all over the place. Like when a glass is full, you have to be careful and like gentle. When it's like half full, you can kind of like move it around. You have more room for um, the interruptions that happen because life happens. Life happens. Life is not perfect. Everything you think is going to be perfect, it, it never is, right? And sometimes great, um, great surprises come from that, but sometimes it's really irritating. And so when we don't have margin in our lives, everything will irritate us. Everything will frustrate us. Everything will feel like it's an inconvenience when actually it could be an opportunity to serve somebody else, to try something new. But if you don't have a capacity for anything else, if you're at the brim, everything's going to feel like it's getting on your nerves. So we want to make sure that we leave lots of room in our life. We don't want to be overpacked. We don't want schedules that are, you know, from nine to nine. We want 10 things on our to-do list. And I'm saying this to you because I struggle with this. I'm like, I got all this energy. Let me do all the things. And then what happens? Like I get burnt out really, really, really quickly and really easily um, because I'm testing the limits of my capacity. And so with knowing your capacity, you have to set boundaries. You have to say, you know what? I love you. I really want to do this, but I can't do this right now. Or I can't do this period. Right? Like I want to be able to help you, but right now I can't do this thing. And for me, um, as a photographer and, you know, a singer, like some people ask me to do things and like, 
you know, and this is, I'm not talking about anything specific, but I feel like I have to do it because those are my friends. I need to help them. I need to help them right away. But the thing is, if I'm, if I'm at capacity, I can't serve them well. I can't do things for them well because I'm going to be burnt out. My creative, um, my creative reserves are going to be, you know, all over the place. I'm not going to have anything to pull from the well because I'm dry. So we have to make sure that we're leaving room in our lives to pour back into ourselves so that we can just be healthy, but also so that we can serve other people if and when that time comes. You know what I mean? So again, you don't want to be overwhelmed. So let's not write down 50 things you want to do this year. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, we can use all this info that we're talking about to start right now, today, right? So if you if you choose not to have a resolution for the new year, wonderful. Congrats to you. You don't need one. You don't need one. It's just you know something we all buy into that make us feel like, oh my God, new year, new me. But you don't have to have a new resolution. But if you choose to set goals. What I will say is that you should literally ask yourself, again, why you want to do the thing, but also what's important to you, right? So I have this this deck of cards I carry around with me. And of course, I don't have it with me right now when I need them, but they're um, index cards. And I got this idea from another YouTuber and she writes down her priorities on a, on an index card, right? And so from that list of priorities, you determine what's important to you. What I realized for myself was what I thought was my priorities really wasn't because I would list oh, I want to make music. I want to make content. I want to heal my body. I want to exercise. Then I look at my uh, my day-to-day living and it looks nothing like those priorities, right? And so I had to check with myself and be like, okay, are these really my priorities or are these like the ideal of what I want my priorities to be? And it's okay if they're not. Like if your priorities are not getting healthy, that's fine. If your priority is just to rest and to chill, that's okay too. You know what I mean? Nedra. If I didn't have to be perfect, I would accept my slower pace rather than trying to be more efficient. This is beautiful. If I didn't have to be perfect, I would stop always putting others' needs ahead of my own. That. That is really good. Thank you for sharing that. That's really beautiful. I need that. (laughs) I need that. Bonita, hi. Thank you. We are good enough. We don't need to be fixed. You don't. You don't need to be fixed. You are good enough today. And so again, like I said, if you want to make some goals, come from a place that you are enough. Come from a place that If I achieve these things, then it'll just be like a cherry on top. It'll just be icing on the cake, right? It won't be the whole, the whole cake. It'll be the icing. Like I'm good now. If I never do anything else, I'm fine, right? But if I want to do these extra things, they're, they're an accessory to me, not the actual thing, right? Like I am, I am the thing for this example. I'm the thing. If I put on earrings, it's an accessory. It doesn't make me who I am. If I put on glasses, it doesn't make me who I am. Maybe people are used to seeing me with glasses, but that's not who I am. Who I am has no bearing on what I what I add to my plate. It's not about what I create. It's not about how productive I am. It's not about how successful I am in other people's eyes. I determine what success is for me. And you get to determine what your success is for you in the new year. So yes. Um, Nedra says, I believe I'm in an autumn season, really changing. I love that. Autumn is my favorite month. All the changes, all the letting go, all the making room. I love it. The cozy feelings. Awesome. Bonita says, I would stop trying to go on a diet and first love myself just the way I am. Y'all gonna make me cry. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And same, <laughs> same. Like I, I, the reason why I'm changing my diet now is because I want to feel good. I want to feel good from the inside out. It has, it has little to do with you know, of course, I still have some things to unlearn, but it has little to do with how I look and more about how I feel. I want to feel good. I also want to be healthy, right? And so my reasons for changing my diet have definitely changed. So I think that's absolutely beautiful. And yes, first, love yourself just the way you are because you are enough and you're beautiful just the way you are. Okay, so again, excuse me. The question I have for you is what if we actually did less this year? What if, just go with me, what if we, instead of having 50 things on our to-do list for the year, we said, I want to do these three things and that's it for the next 12 months. And we can break it up into, they're not quarters. So say it's, let's say four things, right? For the sake of math, um, you can, you can break it up into quarters. So three months doing this thing, three months doing another thing, three months doing something else and three months doing something else or starting small, right? So say if you want to run a triathlon, I don't know how you train, but just go with me. So maybe the first three months you work on walking. You work on walking and exercising. The next three months, you work on running. The next three months, you work on swimming. And the next three months, you work on biking. And then you go into the triathlon, right? Wouldn't that be kinder to yourself than being like, I got to be all in right now. I got to go to the gym in three hours a day. You know, I got to change all my diet. I got to throw away everything. It's like, calm down, relax, be gentle with yourself. Like you're worthy of gentleness, right? 
So again, removing this idea that when I, then I mentality really changes how we look at our goals and our um, expectations and intentions. So when I lose weight, then I'll be beautiful. Instead of saying, instead of saying that, say, you know, you know, when I love myself, like then it would be glorious, right? Then that would be wonderful, right? Changing the narrative that when you acquire, do, let go of, earn X, Y, and Z, then you'll be good enough. Like we really have to work around not doing that. So treat yourself with ease and kindness and rest. And so the thing about the world is everything is works-based, right? And so we have adopted this mentality that we have to, if we're not doing, we're not worthy, right? If we're not, if we're not competing, if we're not putting stuff out there, if we're not amassing a huge following, if we're not making a lot of money, then we're not worthy, right? It's works-based. It's, it's works-based. It's a lot of, you know, um, seeing yourself as a product. You're not a product. You're a human being. You are, you are a glorious, ma- magnificent human being, that can't be it can't be contained in numbers like you're beyond numbers you know what i mean like you are magical like you are literally magical you are a masterpiece and to dumb ourselves down to think that we need these things to make ourselves worthy you're playing yourself we're playing ourselves we're playing dumb we're playing down you know what i mean um questions to ask yourself right every day i want to ask myself how can this be fun how can i make this fun what do I want to feel today, right? Instead of these questions of what can I do? What can I achieve? It's more about what do I want to feel today and how can I cultivate that feeling? You know, what do I want to experience today? How can I do that today, right? If I want to experience connection, can I hang out with my friends? Can I, you know, go to go take myself to the park or something if I want to experience nature or quiet or calm? Um, you know what I mean? Like really thinking about like what do you need and how can you serve yourself well in that? And so can we make that your word? Like, can we make that your focus for the month? Like, how can I feel more blank? Whatever that blank is, how can you add that feeling? Like, what what do you need? Do you need peace? Do you need restoration? Do you need rest? Do you need um, joy? Do you need adventure? And so if you need those things, how can you meet that for yourself on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis, however often you can meet that for yourself? So again... As next steps, right? Because I don't want us to just like take an inspiration. I want us to actually like get to work on crafting a year that is joyful and enjoyable and fun. And so the the thing I want to ask you is um, what priorities do you have in your life, in real life, like not, not ideally, what are your priorities and how can you then like filter, how can you filter your goals through those priorities, you know, and maybe you realize that what you thought was a priority is really not for you. And that can be freeing. You don't have to prioritize things that aren't a priority to you. And really, when you think about the word priority, it's really supposed to be like one thing. But for the sake of this, we understand that we're multifaceted and we have a lot of things going on. So it's okay to have more than one um, priority. Um, But yes. So I would love to hear what are your priorities for the new year? And how can you filter your your um, goals through that thing? Like all the goals that you may have like in your mind, like, oh, okay, I want to get fit. I want to do X, Y, and Z. What are your real priorities and how are you going to change that? So for myself, right, rest is a priority for me. More margin is a priority for me, right? I love creating things. I love putting stuff out there. But I know as an artist, that's not how art works. Art is not something you just press a button and it comes out. I need time. I need time to live, to gain experiences, to create to, you know, iterate and then put it out there for other folks. And so that might mean tailoring back how often I post something or how often, how often I post a podcast, doing a podcast live like I'm doing right now, right? This is easier for me than recording, you know, a month's worth of podcasts, editing them and then like doing all this stuff. It's easier for me to do this. And so I want more ease in 2022. So I'm really following what is easy. And so it's really hard for me to say that because I feel like and I know a lot of like creators talk about this as well, this, this need to make everything difficult. Like we feel like we have to like, you know, get on our hands and knees and crawl and like make things from nothing. And you know what I mean? Like stress ourselves out to be, to be happy about what we're doing. And what I realized, what I've realized this year is that the things that, the things that actually were easy for me were the, gave, yield the most reward for me. Like the things that I didn't try to force, I didn't try to make happen, the things that I just followed that felt good and that f- that flowed, that stuff was the most 
um, rewarding things for me. Making music from my heart, that was rewarding. Having people resonate with it, that was rewarding, right? Like not trying to be someone that I'm not really worked out for me this year. And it's showing me, I feel like God is showing me that it's okay to be myself and that's enough. That's it. I don't need to be anything extra. I don't need to try to like, you know, I don't know, try to appeal to all these people. I can be myself and that be enough. So what I want in the new year is more ease, more more margin, more time, more joy, more energy. And so to do that, I have to make some changes. You know what I mean? Hi, Jessica. Welcome. Welcome. Jack Sam. Hi. Health laying the foundation for self-employment and being a digital nomad. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jessica says yes to more ease. Absolutely. More ease. Like my question is, how can I make this fun and how can I make this easy? Those are the two, those are the two filters I'm going to be asking whenever I think of a project or work that I want to do. How can I make this fun and how can I make this easy? And not having any shame around that is going to take work, but I'm willing to do that work because I feel like it's worth it. You know, Jack Spam says, following my intuition. I love that. Yes, because you know, you like we know, but we have been trained to not trust our intuition. We have been trained to second guess and feel like it's not enough or we feel like we need someone else's approval. In another meetup that we have for Black Girl Creative, one of the questions I, I posed to the people who were there were, or the, the instructions were to give yourself a permission slip, right? You have permission. Say, I have permission to do X, Y, and Z. One of the things I said was for myself is that I need to work on is I have permission to not ask for permission. I don't have to ask for permission. I don't have to say, do you think this is a good idea? Do you think I should do that? Because I'm really not trusting myself and I'm making room for other people's opinions. I'm making their opinions bigger than my own. When I know all along, this is what I want to do. Like I want to do this. So follow my intuition. Now asking for advice about how to do it, about like if it's something that I don't know how, that's different, right? But asking if you should, you don't need permission to do the thing that you know in your heart that you should do. You know what I mean? So I love that. Follow your intuition. Absolutely. Jessica says, yes, same here. Yes. Hi, Jean. Okay. Vast tech. I don't know what that is. Um, Jack Spam says, yes, I have been ignoring it all the time. Me too. Same, same. And so what's, what's crazy is that even though we ignore it, we feel out of alignment. We know when it's not right. We know. But we really just have to give ourselves room and credit for our tuition actually being strong and being worthy and something to listen to. You are worthy of listening to. You know things. You know yourself. You know yourself. And I feel like our intuitions know. I feel like I feel like our intuitions know more than we than we think that it knows. Like even if we don't know, like we can't verbalize it, we know. You know what I mean? I'm sure y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So again, let's look at the list that we made for ideas in an ideal time, right? And Again, filter it through our real priorities and filter it through the lens that we're trying to see 2022 through, right? And so we're going to remove the things, even though I'm, sometimes it's hard. Like, well, I should want to do, you should, it's not a should thing. My husband gets on me about this all the time. You don't have to should anything. You don't have to should do nothing, right? I know it's bad English, but you don't have to should do anything. Like, it's about what you want to do, right? So all the things that make you feel uneasy or that make you feel like you're out of alignment or exhaust you, remove those things. You have permission to remove it. You don't have to do it, right? Um, and so the thing is, when we feel like we have to do a thing, it's like, do you really have to do it? Or do you have you convinced yourself that if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it? Do you feel like you have to do it because you've always done it? This is who you've always been. Or if you really have to do something, right? If you really feel, feel led to do something, how can you make that thing easier to do? How can you make that thing more enjoyable, less complicated, right? Less, less laborious. Like, how can you do that? Because some things we have to do that we don't want to do. <laughs> so I, I totally understand. So again, um, I want to talk about small steps too. While we're crafting our um, New Year resolutions, we dream, like I said, ideally. We dream big. We think, big picture, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be my best year yet. And then we get to May and we're like, I'm not doing the thing. What's happening, right? I suggest you, whatever your goal is, half it. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. So if your goal was to, again, I'm only using weight because it's numbers, right? If your goal is to, I'll use a different one because I don't want to do it. My goal is to hit... 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, for example, by, I don't know, let's say if my goal was to hit it by May, right? My, my then goal would either be to, okay, maybe 500 by May, or I'd be like, give myself more time. So I can say, I'll hit 2,000 subscribers on YouTube by December. <laughs> you know, that's not, you know what I'm saying, October. <laughs> I'll hit um, 2,000 by October. And it gives me more room, one, because life happens, things happen. I'm taking a whole month, I'm a whole month, a couple of weeks off of, you know, creating content. And I don't want to pressure myself to try to make something happen that's not supposed to happen right now. I'm trying to be open to the fact that 
things can happen. Things can surprise you. Things It might happen in half the time, but I'm making room for a life to happen. Also, you might want to consider not using numbers when setting your goal, right? Maybe, and I get it for like businessy things, you might need numbers, but for life, if you say, I just want to add more joy to my life, right? So how do you set that goal without adding numbers, right? You say, because how do you quantify joy? How do you do that? Like, you can't. Like, these are things that are intrinsic, that are internal. But one thing that you can do is be intentional about cultivating more joy. So for myself, this next year going in, I want more joy as well. So um, I'm going to list 52 things that I want to do that bring me joy. And I'm going to do that once a week. One of those things is tick it off, tick it off. Like that's something I can quantify, right? I could be like, oh, I did this. And if I don't do it, it's not a big deal either because not a lot of pressure to do it. But I want more joy. I have to be intentional about putting myself in joyous situations. I hope what I'm saying is making sense, y'all. And so if you feel like you don't have pillars to like to filter your things through, you really you do. Everybody has everybody has priorities. Everybody has pillars. Everybody has things that seem to be a constant um, source of pleasure. You know what I mean? Um, And so if, for example, for myself, right, creativity is really important to me, like having room to create what I want to create when I want to create it. That's really important to me. Music, singing, like especially singing is healing to me. Um, So I'm very I'm trying to be very intentional about what I make room for in my schedule on my day to day basis based on my priorities. Okay, yay. Um, Melanie Monroe says active subscribers and followers. People will watch you, but never talk to you when you're online or live streaming. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. I appreciate y'all in, in, interacting as well, though. I do. But that's, it's very true. It's very true. Jessica J says it makes plenty of sense. Okay, good. Awesome. Awesome. Jax Fam says love this. People are always talking about smart goals. This strategy makes goal settings less stressful. Yes. And that's what we want. We don't want to be stressed going into the new year. This is supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be fun, right? Um, yes, I agree. I agree as well. Um, and it's funny because even with smart goals, like I, I always felt like I was like a type A personality, but then I kind of realized like, am I type A or am I traumatized? Right? Like, is it trauma? It might be trauma, right? Like, I feel like I have to have everything together. I have to juggle everything. I have to be on top of everything when I be tired. You know what I'm saying? And so what I realized about myself is that I've been like hustling and grinding for so long in my life that I need space to just to just be. And so setting smart goals doesn't feel good to me. It, do, it doesn't like having being specific. I don't know what's going to happen and I don't want to know what's going to happen. Like I, I want to what am I trying to say? I don't want to have these expectations and then be disappointed when it happens and then feel like a failure. Right. Not that it has to equal failure, but still, I know for me, I stress out about the details if I'm given details. But if I'm if I leave it and be like, OK, I can't control what's going to happen because, OK, this is what I'm trying to say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, God. So this is what I'm trying to say. What happens is not up to me. Who sees my stuff is not up to me. Right. But what is up to me is me showing up and doing the thing, showing up and doing the best I can, putting my stuff out there, marketing it, right, sharing it. Like, But who sees it and how they react to it is none of my business. And so when I'm focusing on smart goals, I feel like I'm making things that aren't my business my business. And that stresses me out. <laughs> that stresses me out a lot, you know? Hi, welcome. Welcome. Anik, Anik, please, please forgive me and correct me if I'm wrong. Yay. Hi. Um, Jack Stam says, haha, yes, tra- trauma and unrealistic expectations. Absolutely. Like I I have this theory that I have this theory that um a lot of things that people are celebrated for is really just trauma. <laughs> like it's just trauma. Like people say, Oh my god, you're so you're so resilient, you're so strong, you're so like all these adjectives that really mean that you've been through a lot of things and you're and you're coping and you're surviving. It's like I don't wanna that's not the flex y'all think it is. Like I don't wanna be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want oh my god, you're so resilient. It's like I just wish I hadn't gone through that trauma in the first place. You know what I mean? And so I feel like in the same way, trying to control situations, like it's like this this arrogant thought that we can control what happens. We can't. We can't. We can, all we can do is what we can do. And what happens beyond that is really up to God, up to the people who watch it. You know, there's so many different factors. And so I just find that it's very, it's just a lot more relaxing and easier just to be like, okay, these are my goals. This is what I intend to do if I do them. And what happens beyond that? Wonderful. Great. But do I like it first, right? And if I like it, then I put it out there. You feel me? <laughs> so um, I set many goals. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Many goals are everything. Do not discount many goals, y'all. It'll change your life. <laughs> I love the channel. Oh, yay. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you like it. Yay. Hi. Um, Listen, I don't do that hustle culture. Me neither. I am a recovering hustler slash grinder. Okay. I'm leaving that behind. I ain't doing that no more. I'm not doing it. Um. 
Anique. Okay, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Anique. Um, I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom of two. Yay! Celebrate you. Under two. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. I love rest now. Strong is not a good word for me. I'm not trying to be strong. I'm trying to live with love and support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I saw I saw a meme. I think somebody was like, I don't ever want to be called strong or or a strong black woman. I want to be called, I want to be I want it to be said that I was joyful in that, right? That like joyful, loving, like brilliant, like all these things that have nothing to do with our things being rooted in trauma. I feel like a lot, especially for like black folks, a lot of the things that we're celebrated for are like, oh, we overcame, we overcame the struggle. And it's like, dang, like we're more than, like, yes, we overcome struggle, but we're more than that. There's so much more to us. You feel me? So yes, I think that's absolutely beautiful. And shout out to you. Shout out to you. Jessica says, hearing the word strong makes me itch. (laughs) Same, (laughs) same. I'm tired of being strong, y'all. Cause I ain't, okay? I ain't strong. I'm tired. I'm tired. Okay. But that's awesome. Okay, so one some of the pillars that we use here at um yes, facts. Some of the pillars that we use here at Black O Creative, you can take these if you want. No problem. You can add your own. Um, but just if you don't have any pillars for yourself, like to really filter your own priorities through, these are a few that we have here. So creativity, community, storytelling. Gotta look at my notes, <laughs> healing and giving and generosity, right? And so one note about generosity. You have to learn how to receive, right? I feel like generosity is always pushed as, oh, you know, give, give, give so you can't give no more. Give everything you have. But generosity is also about receiving and you have to give to yourself. Like you have to give to yourself. Like, and I know even like in Christian spaces, especially it's like, oh, you know, the more I give, like the more holy I am. But like, it's like, but it also says love yourself, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Like if you don't love yourself, like you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so like, if you need to give yourself the gift of not doing anything for anybody, that's okay too. It's all good, you know? So um, so again, creativity, right? So about creativity, how can you add more creativity and play in your life? How can you add more rest? Because understand you have to rest to be creative, okay? How can you enjoy more hobbies, more things that bring you joy, more personal projects? Maybe it's just like going to the museum and walking around. How can you, how can you create uh, space to be able to create, right? Community, making time for other people, making time for your friends, your family, the people that are important to your loved ones, right? Giving to other people wisdom or um, encouragement, like things like that, creating community, cultivating it if you have the capacity to do so. How can you create more community, more room for community in your life? Storytelling, owning our stories, telling our truths, right? Being honest that we don't like going to the gym, (laughs) you know, like whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Like being honest about who you are, owning that and loving that and sharing that with people making room in a safe space for other people to share themselves, right? Of course, like I would say limited to like close friends and family, people who you feel safe around, but creating safe spaces for other people as well is really important. Healing, how can you feel better in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit? What things can you do to heal yourself, right? What is healing? Maybe you need to stop taking in so much trash. And I don't mean food, I mean trash entertainment, trash YouTube, trash podcasts. Like we, we really underestimate the effects that that um, taking in heavy and uh, rough stuff does to our mind, our mental health, our, our physical health. Um, for myself, I had to w- stop watching criticisms of like the Manosphere stuff because it was really just bothering me. It was irritating me. And so I'm just like, okay, I can't, I can't do this no more. Take this out of my watch later. Like, yes, it's trash. They be trash. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I know that I don't need to keep watching it to keep reinforcing this idea that it's trash because it's really making me sick, Right. Giving generosity, like I said, how can you give more, but how can you receive more? I feel like a lot of us don't have a problem with giving. I mean, I feel like sometimes we do. Um, And what I will say is that you lack nothing. You can give it, but you have to set boundaries, right? You, You need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because you're robbing yourself of health, of health and joy, but also other people when you try to serve from like, you know, a rickety place where you're just kind of like broke down. It's like, it's okay to be like, no, I've met my limit for today and or for this period and I'm good and that's fine. Anique says, that's my plan for 2022. More hobbies and fun. I love that. I'm scheduling it on my calendar now and holding myself accountable. I love that. Please share your progress. I would love to hear about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. And with giving and generosity, what boundaries can I set for myself? This is the question I want all y'all to ask. In what ways am I, am I, um, in what ways am I betraying myself by not setting boundaries and keeping them? And how can I set them in place? And from a loving place, it doesn't have to be harsh or mean or rude, but everybody needs boundaries. We all need boundaries. We, we all have a limit. We are not, we are finite. We have finite resources, finite energy, right? Like we really have to take care of ourselves. 
And so what I want you all to do is to set a goal this week, right? This week, take this with you. Everything we've talked about, you can look back over this, think back over the questions. I know we've been talking about a lot here, but really inspiration is not enough, right? We have to actually get moving. We have to get moving because then we teach ourselves how to think differently, right? And so what I want y'all to do is to start small and go slow. Start small and go slow. Like I said, if you have if you have a goal of, again, I keep talking about weight, but I'm just saying this. If you have a goal for like losing weight, like say you want to, oh, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds in like four weeks. One, I don't even know if that's healthy, but you know, if that's the goal, be okay with one, that not being the goal, right? Not the weight itself, but just feeling better. But also be okay with it taking longer than it needs to and be okay with going small. Be okay with not going to the gym and like power lifting 100 pounds, right? Be okay with walking on the treadmill for five minutes. That counts. That's moving. If you never walked on a treadmill before and you do five minutes, that's amazing. That's like, that's a lot. That's, a, that's five minutes more than what you usually do. And that counts. You can celebrate yourself for that. Start small, go slow. Celebrate every single win. You going to the gym and checking in, that's a win. Before you even, before you even stand on the treadmill, you being there, that's a win. And that counts. And that's worthy of celebration. Hi, Esther. Esther says, yes, definitely more fun. Absolutely. More fun. Okay. More fun. Right, and so like um, Anique says, write it on the calendar, set an appointment, hold yourself accountable. And just like how you would honor meeting someone else, like you wouldn't just cancel on your friends, maybe, I don't know. You wouldn't just cancel on your friends and be like, nah, actually I'm just not gonna show up. Show up for yourself. You're gonna be with yourself for the rest of your life. Like this is the only self that you get. You're worthy of your time, your consideration, your, your kindness, you know, and your consistency. You're worthy of loving yourself. So be sure to write it on a calendar and follow through on it. Even if it's just like, I'm going to get my nails done this week, right? Like, no matter what, this is an appointment that is standing. It cannot move. It's not, I mean, you know, emergencies happen, but like, it cannot move. It won't move for silly little things. No, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to take care of myself. Okay. Okay. So again, like I said, break the goal down in half, give it more time and make it ridiculously easy, right? So if your goal is to start exercising more, make, make the goal of January to buy some sneakers, Make the goal, and it's like, it's okay because the intention is there, right? You're buying the sneakers that you want to look good in in a gym that feel good to your feet. Take the time to find shoes that feel good because that counts. That, that's, the, that's the foundational block of you following through for yourself, right? Then the next goal for the next month could be, okay, let me find a gym to belong to or find a fun way to exercise. Maybe you like kickboxing or swimming, like I said, or like me playing sports, right? Let me find a sports league. And then the, the, after that, right? Then it's like, okay, let me sign up for the sports league, right? Um, let me, then maybe the month after that, let me go to the first meeting. Like set, set yourself up for success and celebrate every single win. It doesn't have to be big to be celebrated, but that is big. That is huge. That is huge. And so you're worthy of celebration. Jax Fam says, love that. Super easy. And then the effort snowballs. Exactly. Precisely. Because what happens is we, we do too much, too fast, too soon. <laughs> like we, we say, okay, I'm going to go power lift hundred pounds. I'm going to follow this exercise routine. And then we get there and we're exhausted. We're doing too much. And so then we self-sabotage or we think that we're failures because we can't follow through when you could have just made it a whole lot easier and you could have been a whole lot kinder to your own body. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely make it super, super simple. Jessica says, or you can turn on YouTube and do some at-home workouts. Boom, see? Don't overcomplicate it, talking to myself. No, you talking to me too. <laughs> you talking to me too. That's really good. You don't have to go nowhere. If you got the internet or a phone, there you go. There you are. It's perfect. Don't overcomplicate it. And that's another thing, right? Like a permission slip I have to give myself is to stop overcomplicating things that don't need to be complicated. It's not that deep. It don't have to be that deep. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so... When you look at the things that we talked about, like your intentions, right? And we're almost done, y'all. So but when you look at your intentions, you know, if you want to feel more connected, right? The intention is make a date each week to meet with one of your friends, right? If you want more joy, do something every week for fun. That's enjoyable. That's no fuss. That doesn't, you know, take a lot of time to clean up or set up or whatever. Do something fun. If you enjoy sitting in your car, watching YouTube videos in, in a parking lot, <laughs> I like doing that, um, then that's enjoyable to you. That counts. You know, if you want to write a book, for example, right? Be okay with writing every day for five minutes. That's it. Just five minutes a day. It don't have to be a lot. You don't have to write your, your you know, first whole chapter in a month. Be kind to yourself, right? And sometimes you might hit a lull, especially if you're doing something creative. 
the it don't always flow the way you think it's supposed to flow. Sometimes you need breaks. Sometimes it's not. It's just not working. You hit a you hit a rough patch. You don't want to just like muscle through. You want to take time and give yourself time and space to like recollect, to live some, to collect some experiences, and then be able to put that on paper or on you know on music, whatever you're doing, whatever you're creating. You need time. All right. <laughs> Uh, Jessica says, I do that too. Yes. Yes. Me too. It's just, you know, just peaceful. You're sitting in the parking lot watching YouTube videos. I feel, I feel so good when I do that. It's taking time for myself. That's exactly what it is. It's like spending quality time with myself, right? If you want to feel better in your body, right? If you feel like you don't like your body right now, like really what's at the heart of that, right? That's the first question we need to get to. But how can you improve on that? How can you improve on the way that you look at yourself, right? So maybe you just need to dress in clothes that are more flattering, that you feel pretty in. Maybe that's a simple fix. Or maybe you do need to change how you eat. How can you be more kind to yourself? What what fun meals can you cook? You don't have to just eat raw veg, vegetables all day long just to lose weight. Like, And I say this because I used to do like smoothie cleanses and I realized how harmful it was to my body. I was giving myself no nutrients, no calories and starving myself. And I was frustrated because I didn't lose any weight at the end of that smoothie, smoothie cleanse. And it was because my body was in like reservation mode. It was like in survival mode. I was not being kind to my body. I did not have to go on a juice cleanse to lose weight, right? Like I could have just taking small changes, adding more vegetables to my diet, more fruits, eating less fast food, making fun meals. But the thing is, we, we always want the quick fix. We always want to like go hard or go home when we could just go soft and go. I don't know what is what the opposite, like instead of going hard, go soft and just keep going, right? Because we want it to be sustainable. We don't want it to just be impactful for that moment. Because what happens with dieting, you yo-yo diet, you gain that weight right back because that's not sustainable. Make small and important changes in your life that are enjoyable, fun, and helpful, not harmful to your body. So yeah, I was, I was starving myself and wondering like, what the heck is wrong with me? Feeling like a failure when I'm being so unkind to my body. You know what I mean? Anique says, um, eating seafood again and enjoying seltzer water with frozen fruits. Ooh, you sound fancy. That sound good. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, if you want to declutter your home, right? Like instead of saying... I'm going to declutter this whole room. Start with a drawer. You know what I mean? That counts. Like if you want to start exercising, like I said, um, I will move my body 10 minutes a day. I will move my body 10 minutes a day. What is that? What is that? What does moving your body mean? It could be walking, stretching. Um, it could be, you know, doing, you know, exercises if you want to. Like literally just moving your body 10 minutes a day. Not putting all this heavy pressure on yourself to be amazing at everything right away. So Anika says, I'm being soft to myself. You're right, especially after babies. Yes, yes. I need to treat my body more, gen more gentle. Absolutely. First of all, having children is no easy feat, right? Like that is, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's beautiful, but it's a lot. You do need to be gentle to yourself. And what I've also noticed is even growing up, how we, and I'm not a parent yet, but like how we treat ourselves, our children mirror that, right? Like they see, like I saw my mother struggling. I saw her working hard, right? And so I felt like I had to work hard and struggle. And so what I realized is that I was mirroring my mom, right? And so to my, and she was doing the best that she could. Like she was, she was amazing. But I understand that even when I, when I, when and if I have kids, my hope is that they'll see me thriving and be like, I deserve to thrive too. I deserve to take care of myself too. You know what my mom did? My mom used to take, you know, 10 minutes you know, to do nothing, I'm gonna do the same thing and give my children the opportunity to do that as well. You know what I'm saying? So like literally taking care of yourself can change the world. <laughs> like you're changing the world when you're raising children, you are changing the world. So that is no small feat. Treat your body more gentle with love. Like it housed humans. It housed humans. And how loving your body is to the humans that are in you, you have to be that, love, that loving to yourself. You know what I mean? If not more. So yes, absolutely. Awesome. That's beautiful. Hi, Crystal. Welcome. Sis, so long since I've been able to join in. I'm so happy you're here, though. Welcome. Welcome. It's been a minute since I did a live anyway, so no pressure at all. No pressure. Okay, so again, like I said, what you think you can do, go smaller. Be more gentle. Make it easier, right? Make it ridiculously easy and, and celebrate yourself every time you take a small step. So again, you know, <laughs> make them fun. Like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be hard to count. It does like, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be, you know, super laborious for you to be able to celebrate yourself, you know? And so the thing is what happens is even when you, when you buy the sneakers, resistance is going to pop up, right? You want to make it as easy as possible so that you can move through resistance and be like, you know what? I'm just buying sneakers. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Next month we'll, re re we'll revisit it, right? When you want to join a gym, it's like, ah, 
All these reasons pop up. I don't want people looking at me. I don't like, and these are things I think about. I don't, the gym, I don't know what I'm doing in there. Like, what, I'm gonna look stupid, right? But if you give yourself the easy way, right? The resistance might pop up, but it, it'll be easier to fix. You'd be like, dang, like sneakers, your problem might be like, oh, I don't know which ones to get, right? That's easier. That's an easier fix than you feeling like you're ruining yourself by embarrassing yourself at the gym. You know what I mean? So always reward yourself. Always reward yourself. I don't care how small it is. I don't care what, you know, what other people think. You reward yourself because you are doing the best that you can with what you have, okay? Even if you don't do anything that day, you are doing the best that you can with what you have. Having, like, struggling with mental illness really helps, like, helps you see the world through a different lens. People are just trying. People are trying their best. They're trying their best to be, right? To be, to exist, <laughs> to do. And so on days when I cannot do, I have to give myself grace and be like, you did the best that you could today. You're here. You're still here. You did the best that you could today. And we need to have the same tenderness and kindness that we have um, with other people, with ourselves. It's very easy to be kind to other people. Very hard to be kind to ourselves. The sun is starting to set, y'all. <laughs> okay, so um, again, if the bar is too high, we self-sabotage. That's my whole point of this whole thing, right? So we want to make it easy for ourselves to not beat ourselves up, right? And if you're having problems with like, oh, well, you know, I want to do something for the new year. I have some ideas for you. So like I said before, one of my goals this year, and I'm going to talk more about that later, is to make more, to create more opportunities for joy in my life, right? So instead of like just being hard on myself and having like all these like goals I want to hit and touch, I'm going to make room for more joy in my life. And so that means listing out things that I enjoy and doing them. It's that simple. Like, and it counts, Right. You can do a live your life, um, a live your life list. You can list 52 things that you've always wanted to try and try them, right? If you wanted to try sushi, you never tried sushi before, do it, right? Take yourself on a random Tuesday, go get some sushi. Or if you wanted to, you know, go to a restaurant by yourself, if you've never done that before, do that. Like these things count. You can add more joy and excitement and adventure and play into your life by introducing more things that you actually are drawn to and just try them. And it, it's not it's not letting anybody down. It's not something big. It's just something for fun. Oh, Brian, hi, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. And you're, you're very kind. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Okay, so um, again, so having a live life challenge. So I'm gonna do that as well, just for fun. Like, oh, what are some things I wanna do? And just do those things, right? I'm scrolling, y'all. <laughs> Okay, and then allow yourself to be a kid again. Allow yourself to be a child, right? When we were children, we played, we made up things. You know, if, you know, our parents were, you know, good parents, they were like, oh, good, great job, right? Like we applaud our kids just for doing the simplest things. Do the same thing for yourself. Like applaud yourself for doing the simplest things, right? Because being an adult is not easy. It is hard, okay? There's bills, there's people, there's there's issues. Like you're doing the best that you can and I feel like you deserve to be treated like a child. You know, allow yourself to play, live, and to thrive. To thrive, not just survive or barely get by. Create, create an environment for yourself that you can actually enjoy. Um, because what's the point of living this life if it has to be hard all the time? And I'm not, you know, saying that to say, you know, don't be here. But I'm saying that to say that we can... We can make small changes in our life. We all can. We all can make small changes in our lives to put less pressure on ourselves, to give more love to ourselves and other people, but also to uh, live with more joy, right? Um, and so again, if you have like a big goal, like one of my big goals for the year, and I don't know if it's gonna happen. I wanna learn how to sail, right? And so realistically, am I gonna like be sailing the ocean blue in December? Probably not. But what I can do is I can get a book about it. I can, you know, start to, you know, do things that pique my interest. I can, you know, taste test different things. I can ride a boat, right? Like there are small things that I can do that might be like fractions of this huge goal that I have. And for yourself, you might have that same thing. So for you, as we come to a close, as the sun is starting to set, <laughs> for you, what will you do in 2022 to make more room for joy in your life? What are your priorities? What methods will you try? Did you enjoy any of the things that I listed? Maybe you have your own thing. I would love to hear about it. You know, um, what monthly goal can you do? Can you build on, right? So like I said, if you want to exercise, maybe January, buy the sneakers. February, scout out how you want to exercise. March, actually start doing the thing, right? Like how can you build on the months? Um, and why do you deserve joy? Like, so some people are like, you know, do some people feel like they have to be, they have to earn joy or they have to in, earn enjoyment, but you deserve joy, right? So God wants to gift it to you, right? In all things, we're supposed to take joy, right? Um, but also your joy is healing to your bones, right? Your joy radiates through other people. 
And also, you just deserve to experience it. I really feel like we make life a lot more complicated than it has to be. We make it a lot more harder than it has to be. We create these fake rules because our minds go to work-based joy. Like, we feel like we have to earn everything. And that's not true. Sometimes joy just exists for the sake of existing. Like, you deserve joy. You deserve joy. And so if things aren't bringing you joy, you deserve to say no thank you and to move on to something else that brings you joy, right? And happiness is a whole other thing. We'll talk about that later. But you deserve joy. That's my overall point in all of this. Brian says, set boundaries, set goals, and go for it. Stop talking about it and do it. I love this. I love it. I love it. And Brian, I'm going to be doing some of the same stuff because... Again, I make stuff complicated, right? I overthink things. I'm like, oh, it has to look like this. If I do this thing, it has to, it's like, it doesn't have to be all that. Just start, just start and be okay, y'all, with starting messy. Be okay with things looking, looking a little janky, you know, at first. It's okay. Everything started out janky. Everything started out janky. Um, Singing, when I first started singing, I did not sound good. When I first started taking pictures, my pictures were not good. You know what I mean? Like, but because I I was more drawn to the actual craft of it, the actual doing the thing, that's how you improve on the thing. So it's okay. Leave room to be, to be bad at stuff. It's okay to be bad at stuff because if you're bad at it, you're starting to win. You're winning. Um, so yes, just go for it. Brian, I'm excited to see what you create. I'm really excited. Anique says, everything you said was so perfect. I plan to go do pedicures again and meet up with friends again and go on dates with my husband. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. More at home movie nights and family dance parties on Fridays. I love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. I can't wait to have dance parties on Fridays at my house. That's awesome. (laughs) So overall, you all, keep pursuing joy above everything else, above numbers, above weight goals, above you know, like literally numbers, like everything is numbered, your weight, how many followers you have, like the money in your bank account, your credit score, you're more than a number. (laughs) You are more than what other people see you as you are, you are a majestic being created by the hands that created the universe. You're more than a number. Don't let these things stop you from doing the thing, whatever the thing is, and doing it your way. Do it your way. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. If it was, let me know. And again, if you want to come back to this video, please do. I would love to hear your um, I would love to hear your goals or your aspirations or your intentions. I'll be sharing mine along the way. And like I said earlier, I'll be taking a break for the next couple of weeks because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I had the flu and I'm still, you know, I'm still a little tired. Um, so so yeah, so I love you all. I hope that you all enjoy your holiday, enjoy the new year, walk into the new year with joy peace and love because you are worthy you are enough and i will talk to y'all on the i guess on the other side of the year all right talk to you later bye oh you're welcome jessica you're welcome bye y'all yay